lot of bands saying the blues the blues. But I'm gonna tell you what the blues is. When you ain't got no money. Welcome to Row 2 Play Podcast. I am your game master, Kent Blue. We are an actual play podcast where I play tabletop role-playing games with my friends from all over the world. So if you're ready, grab a player sheet, grab some dice, and let's roll to play! Alright, welcome everybody back to another episode of Roto Play Podcast. I'm your host, Kent Blue. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. Today we're kicking off a brand new series on the show of a, a game that's not out yet, but will be coming later this year. Uh, it, we have the designers joining us for that. But let, real quick, let's go around and meet everybody who's going to be playing in this game, and then uh, we'll have them come on and introduce the game and tell you all about it. First up, coming back, Kristen Devine. Kristen, welcome back to Roto Play. Hi, I'm Kristen. I use she, her pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at Kristen is no Jedi. I'm very excited to be playing this game. Uh, I like horror games, even though I don't like horror movies, so go figure. Uh, and Austin and Banana are both extremely talented, and so I'm just thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, next up, new to the show, uh, one of the co-designers of this game, which I haven't introduced, it is Deimos Academy. Uh, Austin, welcome to Roto Play. Howdy, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, my name's Austin. You can find me on Twitter at Sailor Scout Austin. That's Sailor S-C-T Austin. Uh, my pronouns are he, they, or she. Um, and oddly enough, I despise horror games. <laughs> I really, I don't do like horror video games. I don't do horror. I can do horror movies because there's usually like a rule in the horror movie that they all break. Like there's a demon book. Let's take it to camp. You know, I'm like, well, I just wouldn't do that. So I'll be fine. But uh, yeah, so I don't know how I ended up making a horror RPG, but I don't hate it. So <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, no, I think so too. I love all things horror. Uh, I have since I was a little kid. So this this type stuff is exactly the type of stuff I'm into. But with that said, let's bring on the other co-designer of the game, uh, Banana Chan. You have been here before. It's been longer than I like. Thanks again for having me. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here. My name is Banana Chan. She, her, they, them uh, are my pronouns. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Banana Chan Games. Uh, I'm the co-designer of Damus Academy with Austin, and we've been working on this for about a year and a half now. Um, it's been like reskinned, skinned, like it's been a lot of things. So I'm very excited for it. Well, um, if you want, you can tell us a little bit about the game and uh, any inspiration or anything you want uh, to, to bring us in, then I guess we'll be ready to play. Absolutely. So Damus Academy is... Uh, a coloring book game that we're going to be playing online. So this is going to be very interesting. First of all, we're going to simulate us playing this uh, as a coloring book tabletop RPG. Uh, it is GMless, and it is a game about uh, a bunch of kids who used to go to boarding school, um, but now they're adults. So you're returning back to the boarding school for a reunion as adults, and you are trying to uncover uh, these memories that you've lost over the years when you were there. Uh, the game does take on a more uh, more serious tone. Uh, it's sort of like got some Stephen King vibes. Uh, it's got some, you know, misty, uh, think like misty Stephen King slash, um, like I can't think of any other movies that are like it. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. <laughs> like that kind of vibe. 
I the way I approached it was like, what if so Umbrella Academy is already like creepy X Men, but what if it was like mm-hmm. Umbrella Academy meets creepy X Men, so it's creepier X Academy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and uh, you all have superpowers, so that's that's the cool thing about it. Um, so we do have our character sheets filled out. We've gone through lines and veils. Uh, so what we could quickly do is we can um, go around and introduce our characters, but then uh, start doing the development of what our characters are like uh, as we go through the game. I can I can introduce myself first. It looks like I'm first in the queue. Uh, my character's name is Reggie. Uh, Reggie's pronouns are she, they, um, Reggie is a international student at Deimos Academy. What I was afraid of uh, when I went to the school was snakes, and what I'm afraid of now is failing. Reggie uh, wanted to be a, like, uh, what's X X Games? Like an X Games level, um, like, extreme sports person. Her her main thing was skateboarding, uh, but she got into, like, BMX. She kind of dipped her toes in everything. Um, they're pretty excited when the Summer Olympics started accepting things like skateboarding as like a sport. Uh, but you know, you need a day job and she finds herself now being an accountant, uh, and has not skateboarded in like four years. Awesome. Who wants to go next? I can go. I think I'm next on the list. Uh, I'll be playing Freddie who uses she, her pronouns. I am a local student then when we were at school i was afraid of clowns and now i am afraid of the darkness possibly because of my time at the school we'll find out uh i i think that freddie has always been shy but very interested in journalism uh in mysteries and investigation i think that she still is interested in that but has not made it as any type of journalist maybe writes some things for a local paper, but not really what she wants to do. So she definitely has um, like a typical office job to pay the bills while she still pursues that passion. Okay, I can go next. Um, My character is Kennedy. Uh, Pronouns are he, they. Uh, Kennedy was a local student at the the academy. Uh, Let's see, fears back then was just underneath his bed, uh, just the space underneath his bed. Now he has a fear of dark corners, which isn't great because he is a night custodian at a science museum. Uh, so there's just lots of dark corners. Uh, he's really not sure why he sticks with the job. And my character's name is Aiden. She, they, and uh, she was an international student. Um, and back then she was afraid of porcelain dolls. And now she's afraid of heights. So... Um, I'm going to give us uh, a little bit of time just to go through uh, the other things on our character sheet. But before we do, uh, what is our graduating year, you think? What year do we all uh, leave the academy? Um, We will be playing in present time, which is 15 years after the graduating year, correct? Yes. Okay. Do we want to play in modern times or do we want to go back a little bit? I kind of like the idea of modern times because then we have to explain away cell phones. Yeah. That's 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 a personal favorite for me because it makes things creepier when you're like, you just have a phone, and it's like, do you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good call. So how's 2005 for everyone? 
Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. works for me. Graduating year 2005. Now, the next thing that we're going to do is we're going to go onto slide seven, uh, which has a whole bunch of talent cards. So we're going to start with our mundane talent cards. Um, and I'm going to go uh, again in order. Maybe let's go, uh, let's go backwards this time. So let's start with, uh, let's start with, uh, with Kennedy. So Kennedy, go ahead and pick uh, three cards from the mundane talent section. Um, or actually, let's go backwards. Sorry, let me skip that X card myself. Go back. Uh, what I meant to say was I'm going to pick out three mundane talent cards so that that way you can see um, how it works. So I'm going to go ahead and pick out maybe these three random cards, copy them, and then shift them down. So that way you can you know know which ones have been chosen already. And then I'm going to copy and paste them into my character sheet. Once I've done that, I'm going to go ahead and pick one to be my mundane talent now, um, and then another one to be my mundane talent then. Uh, Kennedy, go ahead and choose uh, three cards, shift them down. Uh, do the same thing that I just did on that slide. Okay. And then I put one in my under mundane now. Yep. So the mundane talent that you have now is uh, what you gained when you left the school. Uh, that will always grant you a plus one when you're uh, when you're rolling or talking about the the mundane talent. As for the mundane then card, that's what you left behind at the school. Uh, and we're going to go into a little bit of detail about that um, in just a minute. But let's go ahead and uh, start with what you have. So, uh, Kennedy, what mundane talents do you have? So for for now, uh, I chose fencing because that's just an interesting story. How you come out of academy and fifteen years later you're fencing. And then for my mundane, then um, I I put taunting. I use taunting because I feel like that's something I want to have left behind, but was you know probably good at when I was there. <laughs> nice. And just. Delete the third card. Yeah, you can go ahead and delete the third card. Uh, before we move on to the next player, I'm going to ask you to flip a coin, and that will determine how um, how that talent's going to work out for you. I got tails. So that is a negative one. So that was a negative experience that you had when uh, you were when you learned how to taunt people. <laughs> Seems about right. <laughs> <laughs> And let's go on to the next person. Uh, I believe that is Freddie. Okay. So I'm picking sculpting for then. Nice. Because I imagine I needed some sort of credit. And so that's what it was. <laughs> I, wound, I wound up with sculpting. Awesome. Oh, because I'm shy and I don't have to interact with a lot of other people if I'm doing sculpting. Uh, and I'm picking farming for now, for my current mundane talent. So for your farming uh, mundane talent, you will always get a plus one to that. So I'm going to do that for you. Um, but as for your sculpting talent, uh, go ahead and flip a coin and we're going to decide whether that gives you a plus one or a minus one. Tails. Okay, so that's a negative one okay. uh, to sculpting. And later on, uh, we're going to talk about like why um, 
why I had a bad experience uh, learning how to sculpt. And finally, Reggie. Um, so Reggie, go ahead and choose three cards. Uh, for then, I'm putting fighting, and for now, I'm putting botany. Nice. Mm. Reggie was a wild, like, wild student. <laughs> Reggie was the student trying to, like, bolt every other week. <laughs> nice. Go ahead and flip a coin. Oh, yes. Also, tails. <laughs> oh! <laughs> A lot of negative. I went in and clicked it just to make sure it would give me Am heads. Am I the only person who did. got heads? Um, okay. When it okay. started, like, when I default opened up the tab, it was it gave me heads. Mm-hmm. And yeah, three times in a row now it gave me tails. Hey, Google, how's your <laughs> algorithm for coin flips? Because <laughs> that is not, that's not math. Get, get back to us, Google. You definitely listen to this podcast. <laughs> Google has so many employees. I get, at least one of them happens to listen to this podcast. Yes. Yes. All right. So now we're going to go back onto slide seven and go ahead and pick a supernatural card. You don't have to do the three thing, uh, you know, choose three, do whatever thing again. Um, I'm going to start and like just pick this one. Now, unlike your um, your other talents, the supernatural talent lets you re-roll. I got teleportation. Awesome. Um, I got invisibility oh nice which i think is so good for a shy character oh invisible's character <laughs> just invisible mm-hmm. <laughs> did you ever see misfits no so there's a character i think his name was simon he was the shy, sort of like the shy but also kind of kind of comes off as creepy like initially in the the beginning of the series um his ability was invisibility because uh, he was just like, you know, that kind of character and all the abilities were dependent on like what the characters um, personalities were like, I guess. Yeah. uh, At the time. Oh, I'll have to check it out. That sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So we all have our talents now. So we can go ahead um, and uh, reintroduce ourselves with our new talents, with, um, you know, all the stuff in mind that we now have. Uh, so let's go ahead and start from Reggie again. Hey, Reggie again. Uh, all the stuff I said before. Um, the way Reggie stays stable in their uh, day-to-day life as an accountant that hates being an accountant but needed to get a job um, is botany. Reggie takes care of the like uh, community greenhouse in the town that she lives in now, outside of the school. Um so she runs that and reminisces two days of like getting in way too many fist fights uh, after classes because it's a boarding school. So it's not really after school, it's like after classes. Um, she wasn't like a bully. She was like the kid, like someone looked at her wrong and she's like, you want to fight about it? Uh, and then fight about it. <laughs> and that's what she thinks of when she's like preening roses i don't actually know how you take care of like flowers i me austin gardens but i don't do botany which i know is like a is like science gardening so what was the bad experience that you had that led you to learn how to fight i think so reggie has a um 
older cousin that was essentially like an older sibling who was also had like a wild shriek, which is why Reggie got sent off to the school to stop looking up to that cousin. But that cousin was like, the, the school is going to be like prison rules. So Reggie got there and, and immediately started a fight with like the biggest kid uh, oh, no. and got folded like a chair. <laughs> And and Reggie was like, I guess I have to learn how to fight. So kids know I'm in charge here. Poor Reggie. And what's your supernatural talent? Uh, Reggie's supernatural talent is telekinesis, which she never used in a fight because she's like, I don't need it. I'm going to, I don't need that to fold you like an armchair. She likes the challenge. Likes the challenge. (laughs) Scrappy, scrappy fighter in, in her youth. Awesome. And then uh, next up is Freddie. Yeah. So um, reminder, Freddie, she, her pronouns, was afraid of clowns, now afraid of darkness. I don't know how she stopped being afraid of clowns. That's that's going to be interesting. Um, my mundane talent is was sculpting, and it is now farming. Um, I think that farming, uh, first of all, farming, I think, is... She doesn't, she doesn't own a farm like itself. I think it's probably a little bit closer to uh, a very serious garden, if that's okay. Can I tweak farming to be a little bit like that? Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I think that calms her down. I think that she, when she was at the school and having a little bit of hard time, a hard time controlling her supernatural talent, someone gave her a tomato plant and she found that when she took care of it she could kind of control more uh that supernatural talent so she continues to farm because her supernatural talent is invisibility which at her day job sitting behind that receptionist desk it's kind of odd if she just goes invisible when people are coming into the office so yeah nice and you also have your sculpting talent so yes what was your bad experience that you had while you were learning to sculpt or had you learned how to sculpt based on um, your bad experience? I, I think that when selecting like what classes to take when Freddie first got to the Academy, she took sculpting in part because she is, she, she is a shy person. She was a very shy kid and sculpting would not put her like in the center of attention. Um, It was not a group activity. It was something she could do kind of on her own. And I think that when she started learning how to sculpt, um, the teacher or the instructor uh, kind of made like a negative comment about what she was doing, about what she was sculpting. And then it just kind of stuck with her that maybe she couldn't actually be a sculptist. Uh, So I, I, I think that after she left, she she gave that up because she just thinks it's something she can't do. That's really sad. I know. Poor Freddie. (laughs) And Kennedy. Uh, Kennedy, he, they pronouns, uh, local student, uh, is now afraid of dark corners, used to be afraid of just the space beneath, beneath their bed. So Kennedy, after leaving the Academy, uh, Kennedy taunted a lot in the, as you know, as a kid uh, taunted people. He, he thought it was a joke. I mean, he did it jokingly. He, you know, just thought it was funny to, to taunt people and mess with them. It was kind of a, kind of a 
pranking type thing, which really his teleportation, uh, it really helped them out because, because they would, you know, go up, taunt somebody and then teleport away before having to deal with any of the repercussions of taunting somebody. So it was a quick escape after leaving, uh, it, it was a, it was a, the taunting was a thing they kept up, uh, that they kept doing. And as you grew older, uh, it, and out of the school, it got hard just to teleport away from something. So they realized they had to, to channel this energy into something else. They tried different things. Like he got into dancing, he got into, uh, just like sports, but a lot of that used, he found himself using his teleportation, like taking shortcuts you know not not maybe i don't know in the world if everybody knows about powers but you know he's, he found way that he found he was still using this teleportation which which kind of had him wanting to taunt like like the two were always linked together and finally one day kennedy uh found fencing just found a fencing class and realized that was very linear movement you know kind of a lot of one direction and then back the other direction not a lot of anything else my limited knowledge of fencing. So kind of back and forth, you know, movement. Uh, and, and he found that, that he never wanted to, to teleport, which fencing, it was also worked great because at his job as, as a night custodian at, at a museum, he couldn't really dance around and be moving a lot for fear of running into stuff. He couldn't like take a weight set in there fencing. He just took his, fencing sword, which I feel like is not the proper term. Uh, it was really something you could take easily in there and find a nice hallway and just go back and forth practicing moves. So it was, it really worked out for his job that, that he had. And, you know, so it became just this hobby that he grabbed onto. He's probably been doing it. I'm going to say probably been practicing it six or seven years now that it's been in the big, the big con- consuming hobby of his life. Nice. Awesome. And for Aiden, uh, again, she, her, they, them pronouns, uh, international student. She was scared of uh, porcelain dolls and now she's afraid of heights. Um, I'm going to say that she also works in an office uh, and uh, it's probably like one of those offices where you like don't really know what they sell or do. Uh, this is getting into WandaVision now, but like, <laughs> this is like crossing all over, but like, um, it's like one of those offices. She like works in HR or something like that. And it's just like, she has no idea what they do really, but she's there. Her mundane talent now is that she does cross country. So uh, she's kept up with that uh, a lot just to like stay fit. But her mundane talent back then that she had picked up in boarding school was resourcefulness. Uh, she had a positive experience learning how to become resourceful. I think it was probably like, a time where she uh, where she got to you know sit down with like a teacher that she actually liked for once and like they you know chatted about like how to how to what to do once you graduate um, and that was like a good experience for her but then uh, shortly after maybe like the teacher got fired or something like that because I don't know they were doing layoffs and her supernatural talent is energy disruption. So from what I understand (laughs) of energy disruption, I believe that means that uh, all the lights just go out um, and everything just like, just doesn't work anymore. Uh, So that's what I think of when I think of energy disruption. In this world, uh, other people do not know about powers. Um, So these are probably secret powers between all of us. Uh, And since we were friends who had all graduated the same year, we were all like hanging out with one another back then, at least. Maybe now things have changed a little bit. 
we're all aware of uh, one another's powers. So uh, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to go into relationship building on slide 10. So we're going to go through a few of these questions um, before we go into uh, building out what the school looks like. So uh, the first question is, and this can be like, uh, we can go like in order. Um, so we can start with, uh, uh, so Reggie, who helped you through the first night of boarding school? Mm. So, because I feel like it would have been... Aiden, from what I know of the other characters, uh, I feel like Aiden would have been the person who helped me out. I feel like Aiden would have, like, helped me get to the nurse's station after the first day I tried to beat up, like, the biggest senior at school or something. (laughs) Uh, So I feel like it would have been Aiden trying to drill into my head that you can't, like, how much trouble I'm going to be in for fighting. You shouldn't be fighting, especially not that kid. And me just like, stop talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Cool. So the next character is Freddy. Uh, So Freddy, who got you into trouble at school? I, uh, I kind of feel like that might be Reggie, but Reggie, I don't want to paint you as a troublemaker. Okay. You're nodding. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's, it, I was like, the answers there, there's a right answer here. I mean, you can say what you want, but there's a right answer. Okay. That was my very first thought. And I was like, walk through this to that. Okay. Uh, I think it's Reggie and then, and here's why. And then obviously because it involves your character, just let me know if you want to change anything. Cause I don't want to force your character into a position, but I, I think maybe what happened is that like in the hallway someone said something kind of mean to freddie and reggie was there and she was like are you gonna let them speak to you that way and it kind of it, it ended up being like a little bit of a shouting match and when the teachers came i think we we all got into a little a little bit of trouble not a lot does that sound okay yeah, Reggie? Sounds, okay. Yeah, that's that's like wait. I was like, oh yeah, Reggie punched them for you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we can they we can like, absolutely say that, but then yeah, because I was yeah. involved, we both got in trouble. Oh yeah, they're like, okay. your shoes look dumb, and Reggie just co- like clocked them. Didn't okay. like didn't even didn't even ask you, just like <laughs> punch. <laughs> okay, I like it. And the story is definitely like yeah, Reggie and Freddie started a fight because it probably would have broke out into like a fight. Right. Nice. Awesome. And then Kennedy, who kept you out of trouble at school? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Aiden. I think Aiden kept me out of trouble. Um, how? Let's see. I think probably because whenever whenever Kennedy was around Aiden, I don't know what it was. Something about about being around Aiden. Kennedy wanted just I don't know if it was a mature like like Aiden was more mature or something or. Kennedy felt like like he had to be more mature around Aiden. Like maybe it, maybe it's something like you wanted like Kennedy wanted to impress Aiden or just held I think it's just held Aiden, held Aiden's opinion like higher, you know, uh, of their opinion of Kennedy higher than like anybody else's. Maybe Aiden was there longer? Maybe Aiden's been at the school the longest out of the group. 
Yeah. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. Just so as someone who's been there and in Kennedy's mind clearly knows like stuff like knows all the ins and outs and everything, like just just really mm-hmm. really held their opinion up high, you know. Nice. And uh for Aiden, who is someone you trusted with all of your secrets? I'm gonna say Freddie. Um because I feel like Freddie's like a shyer kid, so the assumption here is that Freddie wouldn't tell everyone all of my secrets, um, especially that one time uh, I snuck into like a teacher's room, uh, like one of those like you know um, like those teachers' offices, like the lounges uh, where they mm-hmm. keep all of the stuff that they confiscate from us, just to get back uh, something they had confiscated. And I think it was, ooh, what's a good thing to confiscate? Back then, too, like a like a, a PlayStation. Um, <laughs> a PlayStation? A Game Boy? Game Boy. Game That's Boy. It. Yeah, I, I think Freddy uh, absolutely keeps all your secrets. That one specifically in part because she is a, like a vault when people tell her things. Uh, and also in part because she's a little bit afraid, which is just how she is. So. Nice. <laughs> Cool. Uh, so let's go back up to, um, so we can reverse this. What do you think? Oh, so yeah. we start with like Aiden. Okay. So the next question or do, Reggie, do you want to go for this question? Either one. No, no, you can, you can go. I was okay. just, I forgot we're like recording this. So when you read it out loud to Aiden, which is you, I was like, why just like read it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Hi everyone. I forgot there are people listening to us do this. <laughs> All right, so uh, now we're going to answer some now questions. So let's reverse the order, and uh, it could start with Aiden. So uh, for Aiden, who do you resent the most and why? Uh, I want to say... I'm going to say I resent Reggie. Oh. Because I think that they're more successful than I am. Oh, so I'm going to say Aiden resents uh, Reggie. And I think that also, like, like at the time, I feel like Aiden was, you know, trying really hard at, at school. And now it's just like, oh, well, this doesn't make any sense. Why would Reggie be more successful than I am now? I did. I did just make partner in the accounting firm. I hate it there, but I am good at. It. <laughs> Maybe we work at the same firm. Ooh. Ooh. And I'm stuck at like HR level or something. I don't know. You're like <laughs> in a. Are you? Are. You're like well. You're like in HR, but you're like in the HR pool, right? You like in a yeah. you're like in the cubes, and I have like an office. Right. 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 Yeah. That's good. Cool. Um, and then if we're going backwards, who's next? Kennedy. So, yeah. Uh, Kennedy, who do you still keep in contact with and why? I think it's Freddie. Uh, I think I keep in contact with Freddie because, let me see. I think, I think it's just kind of by accident. I think after we left, I think in Kennedy's pursuit of finding a hobby, maybe stumbled into sculpting for a bit Mm -hmm. and somehow we connected a little bit through that like maybe i don't know i don't know if um 
if Freddie would go to a class uh, or if we like maybe on like a sculpting message board or something, just we connected somewhere. And and I wouldn't say that we like talk all the time, but we probably check in with each other, you know, once or twice a month, Mm -hmm. you know, I like it. I'll, 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 or especially probably more during that time where Kennedy bothered you with sculpting questions, (laughs) you know, (laughs) the like. And Freddie, who do you try not to speak with and why? What's funny is that I was, before Kennedy went, I was going to say <laughs> Well, it could be like a one-sided friendship. I love, I love that. We've be. done this before in other games, I, Ken, and I love I it. Feel like, I feel like a lot of Kennedy's friendships are one-sided. I, that's why it's only once or twice a month that it's mostly sculpting questions. Um, I think that I try not to speak with Kennedy um, and I think it's because can it I, I know that it's now but can it be in relation to something that happened then yeah absolutely. okay so I think it's because uh, Freddie's feelings are still a little bit hurt that Kennedy taunted them and I'm not saying Kennedy was a bully at all I just think that Freddie's really sensitive and didn't pay attention to the fact that maybe Kennedy did this with like everyone as part of their personality or maybe maybe they were joking around but Freddie was a little sensitive about it and because Kennedy hasn't apologized and acts like it's fine and we can just talk about sculpting um she she avoids more engagement yep no that makes sense I I think Kennedy's taunting it was one of those things like Oh, it's funny when people taunt me. So it must be funny for everyone. Nice. And Reggie, who do you envy the most and why? You see, it's a good question. I feel like Reggie envies uh, Freddie. That's the name. Uh, Help if I was on the right screen. Yeah, I feel like Reggie envies Freddie. Mostly because Reggie feels like her supernatural power is bogus and she thinks freddie got a really cool one and she resents that freddie just uses it to like run away from stuff instead of using it to do cool stuff which the cool stuff is nothing good that reggie should be getting up to (laughs) but she she's like resented she's resented uh freddie for that for a while but that and just like kind of from like the outside looking in sort of situation like looking like checking like facebook and instagram like freddie seems like things are going well and like fuck that (laughs) (laughs) freddie definitely puts up a lot of instagram photos of her like farm large garden um you know in the perfect sunlight yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm like nursing, I'm nursing the community greenhouse in the city and it's doing like community greenhouses in cities like don't do well. <laughs> and now we're going to go over to questions to answer as a group. So the first question is, why did you hang out when you were at school? So why did you hang out as a group when you were at school? Do we think that maybe it started because we are, we kind of all didn't fit anywhere else? Like Aww. we didn't fit with the other cliques? Like the breakfast club. Like the breakfast club. <laughs> it can completely be something else. I'm just getting this started. <laughs> no, I, I think it's something like that. I was to say, I think whatever it is, Aiden was definitely the glue. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. like if Aiden wasn't available, we were like, like if Aiden went home or something for 
a break and we were all there we didn't we didn't hang out even for the only kids at the school we're like awkward <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right and the next question is how did you learn that you had supernatural powers uh unlike the other kids at school hmm. who slipped first that's the question right i feel so i feel like maybe kennedy slipped first like Maybe, and this could be kind of a, a link of how um, Kennedy and Reggie mm-hmm. kind of became friends. Uh, Kennedy taunted the wrong person <laughs> and got punched for it and just nope. dipped out of there. <laughs> <laughs> but then it was, oh, wow, you know, uh, Reggie realized I had power. You know, I feel like so that they also kind of formed a you know small bond there. I feel like that happens, and then Reggie freaks out, and that person's like, "Where'd he go?" And Reggie's like, "Look, a ghost!" and like makes like a plant float across the room, and then like books it out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's a rumor for like a week at school that the school was haunted. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Like that. that's awesome. And then uh, finally, the last question is: When was the last time all of you saw one another as a group? Okay, my question for Aiden. Mm-hmm. Do you try and keep us all connected? Oh, good question. I think initially, yes. And then I think after, like, it's been 15 years. Like, over the mm-hmm. years, like, life happens. So it's just, like, resentment happens. And then it's just, <laughs> like, eh, don't really feel like it anymore. Because I feel like it's whenever the last time Aiden made us all come out to, like, their Dinner. apartment or something. Yes. Sorry yeah. for interrupting. I was thinking the same. Yeah. Like, yeah. Aiden's like, yeah, f- friend dinner. And we're like, yeah. Yeah. Friend Aiden dinner. Makes everyone <laughs> go to a friend's dinner. Yeah. Do we want to say it was like five years ago so that it's been a little oh, while? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. 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 At the 10 year reunion, like after the reunion, Ooh. Aiden's like, nice. let's yeah. go out to dinner after. And we're all like, sure. Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> It's the one time we all talked without Eden because we're all like, do we have to go? I'm like, we can't say no to Eden. We literally can't say no to Eden. We're bonding over this one thing of not wanting to be together. (laughs) Cool. So the next questions that we're going to answer, they're going to be a part of this ad lib. And this is about the school. And this is like a a letter that all of you receive, all of us receive. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's from an alumni, principal, or a teacher, uh, and they're going to basically try to convince us to go to this 15-year reunion, and we end up going. The first portion of this is, uh, dear esteemed alumni, it's year, so we established earlier it's uh, 2021, right? If we graduate in 2005 in the 15 years, 2020. It could be 2020. Okay, cool. So let's do 2020. So I guess, has the pandemic already hit at this point? You know what? I think it's creepier if it has in the trend to make us go somewhere. (laughs) They're just like trying to make us go. If this is like a horror game, right? Like I think, no, I think it's like, I I think in the, this will probably not come up at all, everyone, but everyone listening, I think what I think the timeline is like, they invite us, we go. And it's like that day that like whatever area you're in, like gets its first shutdown. Oh, oh that is good Ooh, yeah. it's like march yeah. Yeah. it's like early march. Yeah. it's like march okay. we like get the alerts on our phones when we like show up for this reunion like wherever you're yeah. at stay there yeah <laughs> nice it's still we're gonna go home for two weeks yeah. and then we'll be back it's fine yeah it's awesome it's, it's that phase it's that of the phase. pandemic awesome so dear esteemed alumni it's 
2020, the perfect time for our 15-year reunion. Some of us haven't seen one another since graduation. Uh, the reason why we're hosting this reunion now is because, so we're going to choose one, uh, we've received a large donation and we'd like to offer it to any alumni who return. We'd like to you to speak with prospective students or uh, we are being interviewed by press and they want to know about your experience. I'm drawn to the bottom two, uh, but I don't have strong feelings towards either one. I'm, so the top one is is like, the top one is enticing the like you could get some money but it's also like this letter is clearly from some sort of like like give me your bank account and then you'll get money for being <laughs> <home>. <laughs> yeah yeah so i'm also drawn to the bottom two i kind of like out of the bottom two then i kind of like the speaking with um students all right awesome mm-hmm. so go ahead and circle that so the next portion is, we have arranged the day of celebration starting at 11 a.m. on date. So we established that it was going to be in March. So we'll go ahead and say mm-hmm. March sometime uh, for a get-together at Damos Academy at location. So where do you think the school is located at? I don't have any strong feelings about the location. I don't either, really what if it's like so i feel like traditionally boarding schools i know i mean i know of a lot of like out on the east coast in the states anyway um Mm -hmm. i want what if it's somewhere weird like uh arizona not that arizona can't have boarding schools but like in a desert somewhere oh that's creepy when you said what if it's somewhere weird i thought arizona (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for, for no a boarding offense. school no for a boarding like someplace weird for a boarding school yes yeah like that's not where you would think for those things to be like they're pretty established like along coasts mm-hmm. it seems yeah yeah mm-hmm. and this was just like planted yeah. there it's like there's not there's not like a there's like a town around it now but like it was just like we're gonna put a school out here in the desert, Boom, desert. it'll work out yeah Lunch, dinner, and light beverages will be provided. Feel free to dress casually as you want. Please fill out the enclosed registration form at your earliest convenience. All expenses have been paid for. Children, significant others, and any other guests are not allowed. We'll be expecting just you. See you there. Sincerely, uh, alumni, principal, or teacher name. Who do you think we should have? Oh, like meaning is this another alumni setting this up, or is it like the principal? Oh, yeah. I really like the idea of another alumni doing it. Yeah, someone who was, I mean, like, like prom queen or king mm-hmm. alumni, right? Like, like a, one of those really into school popular yeah. kids is my thought. We can, mm-hmm. like, I feel like they are like, like their alumni. And there's somebody like a lot of people know. So like, them being at the school will also draw attention <laughs> to the school, like. Like they become like a an influencer or you know <laughs> something like that. I love that. It, yes, yes, influencer. Yeah. What's cool. like a good influencer name? I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who would like, set me up? Gary Gygax. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how that's the first name. 
the first place in my head is like, who would set me up in the same? Gary Gygax. <laughs> He's done it again. He's done it again. Uh, Jacob's a good name, though. Jacob. Oh, maybe they do just go by, like, Jacob. You know, like, you know who it is. They just go by Jacob. Jake, Jake, yeah, Jacob, just Jacob, just Jacob, just Jacob. They have a whole brand and everything. Oh, just I'll put Jacob. some X's There's and O's some... afterwards. There, just Jacob. <laughs> yeah, XO, XO. you know there'd be some emojis. Oh. <laughs> All right, is Freddie a fan of just Jacob? <laughs> um, is Freddie a fan? I think Freddie, uh, yeah, follows a lot of influencers. Is not trying to be an influencer, but definitely out of like some envy. Yes, I think that she definitely follows just Jacob. Gosh, what if you're like on all social media platforms? The final, like everybody's kind of, uh, and then you're like, no, for, just Jacob is just, <laughs> just you know, Jacob. it's just There's Jacob. We're like, we went to we went to school. We're like, all right. I, I like I broke his jaw. So what? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, so now we're gonna go to the actual location. Uh, so at this point, what we could do is we could take a quick break if we want. Um, from here on out is like all gameplay. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Visit roll2playpodcast.com for more information. R-O-L-L-2playpodcast.com. Like us over on Facebook at Roll2PlayPodcast. Follow us on Twitter at Roll2PlayPod. Have a question or comment? Email us at Roll2PlayPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to play with a game with us, just hit us up on any of our social media and let us know. And lastly, our music is the intro track from the Spellbreaker EP by Tritachion. Visit soundcloud.com slash Tritachion.